nobody cares about you? Do you sometimes feel like life is just passing you by? Well, the truth is, you're actually royalty, and you need a castle. You just need to know who you are. You need to know that you have authority and dominion over your kingdom. And today, you're going to discover the art of castle building to begin living your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, I'm Stephen Canyon. Glad to have you back with us. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Email address kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal at kineticbelief.com back on the website. We were sold out, but now they're back in stock, where I have made attracting whatever it is you need in your life. I've made it easy. I guide you for 100 days to attract your perfected health, wealth, relationships, whatever it is that you can imagine. And I personally guide you on your journey of discovery. Also, check out the event calendar while you are there for the Mastering the Universe workshop locations. Also on the website, if you haven't already done this, I have created a workbook that will reveal your purpose for being here. Sounds important, doesn't it? I guide you through the pages to discover what your original purpose for being here in the land of the living is. You know, most people don't know who they are. I mean, seriously, genuinely don't really have any idea what they should be doing with their lives. And so they're just living somebody else's life and doing whatever they've been led to do. No, you are a unique, one-of-a-kind creator, and there is no one else like you. And so my purpose workbook will reveal your original purpose to you. And it'll also reveal what you should do next. Well, hello, Miss Megan. Hello, sir. Hello. You appear to be living your best life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every day is better than the last. You're so cool. Oh, you're giving me a lot of credit there. You always have it together. (laughs) But you do. I mean, you showed up here today and you're wearing a toboggan or a a toque. Or maybe it's a... A a, beanie. A a hat. (laughs) <laughs> it's knitted. So wherever in the world you are, whatever you call those things, and you pull it down over your head. Miss Megan was wearing I one. I was very and cold you, today. And you had your headphones on. Over. I wish people could look in. And <laughs> I'm glad see. they can't. I'm sure I looked ridiculous, but I was very cold. <laughs> I was just trying to warm up. So you're here today for the art of castle building. Oh, I love this title. I love this title. Did you bring a bucket and shovel with you? For what? Building a castle. Oh, I'd already skipped to the being a princess part. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're thinking somebody else is going to build it. I'm getting up into the, the I mean, the I'm not tower. building this, am I? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. You're always so cool. We're going to be building castles. Yay. I'm the princess. <laughs> I, ca- I call princess. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that is funny. Oh, but this is going to be good. Yeah. And, um, Very I, it's cool. one of the topics that I'm, I'm most excited about. We really are, really are dealing with purpose. When we talk about the art of castle building and how to establish that in your life. And so that's what we're going to be digging in into today. And I have to say, finding your purpose in life, I think it's one of the most, you, you don't anticipate it being as difficult as it is. You know, when you're a kid, you're thinking, I'm going to be a rock star or a dragon or <laughs> a, I don't know a firefighter you just it seems extremely straightforward what you're going to do when you grow up and then you do grow up and and it just seems elusive it took me a long time to figure out what I really wanted to do in life and what made me you know what sort of just automatically conjured up happiness and peace and and it's it's an amazing it seems like it should be easy well and it it does seem like it should be easy and it actually would be easier if someone were teaching us while we are children what a purpose actually is because they very few people ever stop to think that perhaps those dreams are actually a purpose Mm. and so we grow up just thinking oh those were childhood dreams and now i get down to the real purpose of my life and most people think well my purpose is to be a provider for this motley crew here that I have at home. Sure. I've got to, you know, provide for, i got to pay my bills. Well, That's my purpose is to pay yeah. for all my debt. 
right. those kind of things. When the world is absolutely always trying to put you in some sort of box, to put some sort of label on you, and it rarely includes the dreams that you had growing up. So that's extremely true. That's a great point. So we get to the place where we're looking at labels as purpose. Yeah. You know, my purpose is to whatever the label says. I'm a taxpayer. Yeah, I can't read <laughs> I the barcode, but I'm sure my purpose is in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. We're not. We're more than a number. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you look at your life while here in the natural, and you look at it as an adventure. It's supposed to be an adventure, but a purposeful adventure. You see, you are here to explore not only the universe around you, but you're here to explore the depths of you. And this is where most people kind of, you know, it falls apart and it just there's a breakdown uh, in communication of this is where your purpose lies. It's within. It's not on the outside. And it's, obligation is it was never meant to be your purpose. Your original source purpose will never show up as an obligation. Well, you know, if it's not natural, you don't have that little inner voice going, you're awesome, you're amazing, look how great you are, look at this, this is good about you, you're lovely, you're sweet, you're nice, you're beautiful, you're doing great. If you don't naturally have that inner voice, then, you know, it it takes some doing to to do this. Well, and you know, everybody, and here's here's what's really cool about this, talking about cool, is everybody does have that as a natural inner voice, but most people... Along the way, they've grown deaf. They've been uh, grown deaf to the voice. Sure. We don't listen to it anymore. Don't don't hear it anymore. But you are different than anybody that has ever lived or will ever live on this earth. So, what makes you different? Now, there's the question, because we're also when we're talking about traditionally speaking, most people grow up thinking, well, I need to look around and find my peeps. Uh-huh, my who tribe. Am, my tribe. Who yeah. am I like? Am I uh, the downhill skier? Do I need to find a group of downhill skiers <laughs> so that I'll fit in and that's my purpose? What? How am I alike? But that's not it at all. We are. This is where people have been missing it. What makes you different? It's not what makes you alike. What makes you different? Rather than looking around to try and locate yourself in other people, look within mm. to begin your great adventure. The person who lives a remarkable life is the one who locates their unique creative genius. And that's a great point that instead of coming into a group to find yourself, take what's so much better than that is a group of collective people that know themselves, that are strong in their individualism. And then, I mean, that's a collective that you'd want to be a part of, but it takes the individuality happening first. Right. Well, it's the person that's unconditionally in love with their uniqueness, just like they are unconditionally loving them just like they are. And then once you've determined your original source purpose for existing, before you begin again on your journey of adventure, you have to embrace what I call the art of castle building. And that's what we're talking about today. There is an art to it. Everybody has a castle that they need to be constructing and building up. Everyone has within themselves all of the necessary materials to build up their original identity into a castle. And this is really important, isn't it? Because so many times in life, we are getting so much bad information about what our unique qualities are. So many times growing up or even as adults, especially as adults, you know, people are stamping those things out of you. If you have something that sort of sticks out as unique or different, typically that is seen as a negative from a lot of people. So this is sort of an answer to that. That happens so much. Well, and, and think about it. Everybody has, you know, we're, we're being raised by parents that say, do this, don't do that. Act this way, don't act that way. And, and then you grow up and you continue to get your information about yourself from outward influencers. And the sad thing is, is most influencers in this world, in this life, they're negative. And if it's not someone that you personally know, you're reading about it. You're reading it in the news. You're watching it in news reports. You are, it's gossip at work. It's gossip on the streets, even best friends. Everybody's around looking and, and gravitating toward negative energy. Negative energy is always going to be, when it's talked about and communicated, you're talking about the negative thing. What you, what you uh, view to be wrong with someone else. People are just so quick to share that with others. And so what this is doing, and as you listen to this and watch this, and negative source information is coming through all your gates, those are your eyes and your ears, things in the natural. Well, those things that you are observing that are negative, they're actually constructing your beliefs about yourself. 
And then it's these outward influencers that are creating something that is actually, it's not you at all. And this is the, the breakdown in society. This is where people struggle, is they're seeing themselves as something that they're not. And most people know this isn't who they are. They just don't know how to make the connection to get back to who they really are. And I really, I like that you're calling it castle building because like you just said, the natural, the common thing is the negativity. So if you're just going to sit down and let things happen to you, they're most of the time going to be negative. But this is something you're building, you're constructing, you're taking your words, your thoughts, ideas, all the immersion that you're getting from these podcasts and the website, all this good stuff is coming together to create a thing, to create um, something that you're building. I, I like the idea that you're putting that positive energy into something that's really taking shape. Well, all that other stuff comes out of a competitive world and a competitive lifestyle. And that's how we're taught to go through life. If you see something you want, you got to take it from somebody. And, or you got to go out here and take, take the money from someone in order to go over there and give it to them to take that item from them. But here's the thing. You are a creator on the earth. You were created in the image of a creator. Not a competitor, but a creator. And in quantum physics, we know that there was bias before the Big Bang. There was an imagination for you, exactly just like you are. The person that you are was imagined. Think about it. Before there was anything, you were already in a thought form as a creator. And so the exciting thing is just how easy it is for anyone that is courageous enough, anybody that's brave enough, any human being on this earth has the ability to agree with their original purpose and then to go and live a prosperous, healthy, joyous, and peaceful life. I love, and I love that you just brought up the comparison of creativity to competition because you've been telling us a lot lately about how we are living in this sort of golden age of enlightenment, this age of Aquarius, where we're all uh, reaching new heights spiritually and mentally. And it does seem like creativity represents the enlightened version of us while competition is sort of that, that natural instinct version of us. So this is like a, this is definitely a higher plane of existence. It's a higher plane, but at the same time, we're going back to the original purpose. We're unbecoming all of those, those instinctive qualities, which is, it's the lower plane, uh, like you're saying. It's just the instinctive nature of human beings when we are uh, going through life in, in survival mode to take whatever we believe that we need to have to survive. So how do you do this? You are a spirit and you have a soul and you're dwelling in a natural body. So you see your purposeful will as your castle. Your mind, body, and soul is what you're going to construct a castle around. So here's what you're going to be castle building around. Everything that you attract into your life for advancing your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. Whatever it is that you're manifesting is going to be based upon what you believe to attract. So the exciting thing is, is that you have the authority to choose whatever it is that you will believe. Whatever you're going to believe needs to be a choice. You've got to take control over your beliefs. You have to take control over what you are deciding to believe, what you are observing to believe. And to do this, you've got to know who you are. That's just as simple as, it, as I can put it. And then once you locate your identity, the next thing that you have to do while here in the land of the living is to fortify your castle. In other words, fortify your identity. You've going to, you're going to have to protect it. Look, there is a process that you use in order to fortify the residence of nobility, if you will. If you don't, if you don't do this, then you're leaving yourself vulnerable to condemnation, ridicule, judgments, bullying, and the ultimate theft of your original source purpose. The essence of what makes you unique and creatively gifted according to your inner genius. I'm telling you, that, Megan, that is absolutely priceless. I really like that you're you're taking us through this interesting process because it, it does seem like a new perspective on this manifestation process that's really rooted in identity. So the castle represents our purposeful will, which is just like you said, what we're doing on purpose. And I love that because you know, isn't that how you build anything? It's on purpose. You can't buy a plot of land and go sit in a field and think nice thoughts and hope that something just appears out of thin air. So these are the things we're doing on purpose. I love that. And then, um, obviously fortifying your identity. What a great way to say that. Um, I love, I've always loved when I was a kid growing up, you know, I'm sure you went to the beach and you would build sandcastles 
And you can't build a sandcastle without like a good moat, right? the moat's everything so obviously i'm immediately thinking about putting a moat around my identity yeah yeah, that's good (laughs) that's good i see you over there if you could see me she's just just writing taking notes the whole time she comes these these really coolest things to say oh and and um um, that's that's all really good absolutely and so and so here's here's what you do somebody says well now how do i know what my purpose is for life how can I know what makes me unique? What am I supposed to be doing on purpose anyway? Look, you got to spend time considering yourself. Get away from influencers that do that. If you don't do it, I can tell you right now, if I have to tell you, that there are plenty of people willing to, to do it for you. They want to influence you. And if you don't know what to think about yourself, there are a lot of people that are willing to tell you what to think about yourself, right? Absolutely. And, you know, as you're, as you're saying that, what popped into my head was the castle of Versailles in France, which was just this, oh my goodness, um, was it Louis Fourteenth that built that? I think it was. But he just had this unbelievable vision. I mean, he was envisioning this sort of magical heaven on earth place before it was ever before one stone was ever laid and so I guess I'm just saying you know all of that comes from your personal vision I mean it's going to be so unique to you and it's going to start with you end with you it's it's all within it's all within one mind one thought process that's a great great example because if you don't get busy building your castle there'll be plenty of people that'll do it for you and, oh, it, yeah. and it will not look like a <laughs> castle of Versailles I can tell you that <laughs> right. no you've got to spend time That's considering true. yourself you have to get away from the influencers that do that and then once you've done that fortify your castle the castle that you're going to build up should not be confused with a palace. Okay? I know you like the word palace, but a palace is, is like a home, and neither one of those are fortified. Mm. Most of us, we just grab hold of what we think we are, what we want to do, but we don't fortify it. We don't protect it. We're too willing to become double-minded and consider what other people think about our purpose. We haven't fortified it. Fortify your castle. Once you've determined your mission for life, you become royalty. And royalty requires a fortress. Royalty requires a fortification to keep guard over your convictions. Versailles was a horrible example then. <laughs> it's not fortified. Pretty, pretty to look at. It's got a nice gold gate up front. Isn't that's that about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a right. really interesting point that um, you know, you're creating a fortress around. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I am an extremely deeply visual person. So this episode is is speaking to me in so many ways because I love I love things that you can take into your day that you can take into your life and when you see things happening you can overlay these images. You can overlay these images of of castle building of of creating a fortress around who you are and protecting that um, to the extreme of, of fortifying it in this way. I just love that. Most people undervalue who they are. And, mm, and they, they are looking at other people. You know, we are always, most people are just starstruck or <laughs> worshiping celebrities or politicians or anybody else other than themselves. And we're not talking about the worship of self. What I'm talking about is once you've determined your mission for life, you become royalty. You are priceless with a purpose for living, for a purpose for being here. And royalty Royalty requires a fortress. You will be attacked. If you don't have fortification, you will be attacked and they're coming after your identity. So keep guard over your convictions because once your purpose, listen, once your purpose becomes a conviction, it becomes your article of faith for living. And as such, it's going to require the diligence of your unchanging kinetic beliefs. And there's there's just a lot of confusion regarding the, the meaning of purpose. Not to go too negative here, but it is interesting to me that people do always come after your identity. It's almost like when someone is not living their best life, being a kinetic believer, working that law of attraction, loving themselves unconditionally, it's almost like they have to go around absorbing attacking others identities in order to to even survive which is interesting to me because you're right i mean it's the identity that they always come after 
Um, with, and, you know, and I think even attack is kind of a strong word because people aren't protecting it. It's just taking, mm. uh, it's taking whatever, <laughs> it's just easy to take. You know, I'm going to show up and, yeah. and it's just hanging out there and you don't even know it's being taken because you haven't recognized Gosh. it as something worth protecting. That's it's something that's valuable. Point. Such a good point. You're leaving that door wide open. Wide open. And, but you know what? You, why not? Because you don't even know what's behind the door that you should be protecting. That's most true. people look, most people believe that to have a purpose means you just want to do something. Mm-hmm. What's your purpose for living? Well, I'm going to go play tennis today. <laughs> What's your purpose? Well, I'm hoping to do something uh, and that no, hoping to do something is just, it's one form of desire, but it is not your original purpose. Going to do something is not your original purpose. Expecting for something to happen That's a desire, but it's not your original purpose. Now, listen to me. Here's something else that's vitally important. You may not want something to happen in your life, but if you expect it to happen, it becomes a desire. And what you expect to happen, that's not necessarily your original purpose either. For example, when when a desire for a circumstance or a thing continuously remains in your thoughts and you have feelings and emotions about the desire, negative or positive, your kinetic belief has charged the law of attraction to attract the thing that you have feeling for, good or bad. So it'll manifest. And I don't have to tell you that bad things happening to you, that is not your original purpose. I like that you took us back a step too to say that really the first step to all of this is recognizing your value, recognizing that you are something to protect, that you are something to fortify within the walls of, of a castle, that you are something that matters so much that you, you should protect it. The world needs what you have. I think that's an, a really cool um, sort of first way to kick that off. Yeah, and when you say the world needs what you have, you're talking about the person that has recognized their creative inner genius. Somebody that has taken time out away from the noise of negative influencers long enough to come in contact and to notice the within, that creative genius on the inside of them. The thing that makes them different. And this is why, you know, most people believe that whatever their life just looks like right now, that's the life that was meant for them. This is my purpose for living. And that's, I can't tell you how wrong that is and how sad that is. And that's why so many people, again, they're just depressed and taking pills and 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 in strife and angry at each other and angry at people they've never met and never will meet. And finding the the worst thing they can find on television just to make just to agree with their anger and it's just this snowballing effect of contentious strife that is consuming everyone because the way that they see their life right now they just think that's their purpose for living and there has only been one constant that has existed throughout all of humankind's ex- existence And I'm telling you that it is transcending time, geography, age, sex, race, education, income levels, as well as exposure to the world's religions and all the various cultures. And that thing is that it's immutable, that it's unchanging. And it exists in every single person that has ever lived. The one constant is directional and it is illuminating something that is very specific to your creation. And that is that you have an original purpose for being here. Isn't it interesting that when you first get into any creative process, there is this huge temptation, even if you're just trying to discover the, the true you, you know, your, your inner, your, the real unique, like you said, creative genius in you, that the first instinct is to compare yourself, to, to look at other people's lives And it almost makes you nervous when your life isn't quite lining up with what they're doing. Like you look at someone successful and then if you're not quite doing what they're doing, it makes you feel a little, a little nervous. Oh, am I doing the right thing? So, you know, it's an interesting sort of tug of war that happens just inside of you while you're, while you're going through this process. That's like apples comparing themselves with oranges. Yeah. There are, yes, there are a lot of common things among uh, creators on the earth, and there should be. And that's always fun. The commonalities are fun. And those are um, observables for different reasons. But they were never meant to compare yourself with in order to determine who you are. 
There are lots of, the world is full of imitators, sad imitators. Imitators will never live a life of advancing their mind and their body and their soul. They'll never live a life of uh, prosperity. They'll never, never live a life of peaceful harmony and agreement with their purpose. And it's sad because they, you know, just don't know better. And so we're looking around trying to find ourselves outwardly. No, the entire universe was created with a purpose, and that includes every single human being that has ever or will ever live, but very few ever find it. Another way to understand this is that on the quantum level, there is an identifiable reason that each one of us is here. So you don't have to take my word for it. The one thing that explains everything that you've ever wanted to know is waiting for you on the inside of you right now. So locate it. Go find it. Get away from the noise of your life. Just do it for 10 minutes a day. And not just to get away from the kids, not just to close your sales catalog, but get away to look within, to locate yourself, and then to agree with you. Don't try to change you. Don't dislike what you find when you get down inside. Agree with that because that is you. Agree with it. Fall in love with you. Then begin to fortify your differences. I love how you really just gave us permission to focus on ourselves, to think about ourselves, to consider self. A lot of times, many times, we are being sort of redirected to focus on others, whether it's for good or for bad. And so sometimes we really do just need that permission to look within and to say, I just need this. I need to get take care of me first. I'm the priority. Um, there's a lot of power in that. Give yourself that permission, like you're saying. Give you the, you have the authority to do that. You don't need it from anybody else. You don't need it from mom or dad or anybody. Take the time, and it's not to say in spite of somebody else, because when you find yourself, what you're going to end up doing is it, it start doing, not end up. You're going to start by unconditionally loving yourself, and that enables you now to unconditionally love everyone else. If you're not already doing that, I want to tell you something. You don't have the ability to unconditionally love anybody if you're not unconditionally loving yourself. And like you brought up earlier, absolutely build a moat, for goodness sakes. Keep all who... <laughs> you, you, you. It's not just enough to fortify your differences and fortify your castle, but you've got to build a moat in order to keep all those who would come charging into your life, to speak negatively into your life, build a moat to keep the uninvited out. Learn to use your authority to determine who you're going to allow access to, but build your moat. And I like that analogy, too, because not only are you not allowing access to those people that would come in to tear you down, but you're also making sure that you're only surrounding yourself with people that are championing you and encouraging you, and they're going to that deep place of understanding and edification with you. That's There's so much power in only surrounding yourself with those people. That's the art of castle building. You yeah. probably learned it on the beach or should have learned it on the beach as a kid, <laughs> like Megan, you're saying. That's how you don't build a castle without a moat. Keep out of your life. Listen, you, it's up to you. Keep out of your life all of those who do not celebrate, encourage, champion, and edify you because they know you and they love you unconditionally. They do this because they unconditionally love you and you unconditionally love them and you encourage them and celebrate them and champion and edify them. That is an, uh, relationships that are in common and in agreement. And it's a beautiful thing to find your, like you said earlier, your tribe of those people. Become part of the community of kinetic believers. If nothing else, you'll find them right here. You'll find them at our conferences. Uh, you'll find them with us. That Let this be your community. But that's what we do is we, we determine, and we've always done this, to celebrate, encourage, and champion, and edify all others. And that's the only people that should ever come over your flying bridge to come over your moat. So that you, you are the one that allows access to people to cross over the moat into the, into the castle surrounding you. They can enter by way of your permission granted and no other way. I have to say, too, that was a big lesson and, and one of the more difficult lessons for me to really get a hold of um, years ago, which is it's not just the people that are actively sort of hating on you that are very obvious and, and you know, their, their negativity toward you. Um, it's more dangerous, I think, than that are the people that just 
they don't say anything. You know, they're just, they're not overtly negative, but they're also not championing you. And I think it's really important to, to point that out because it, there are a lot of people who act neutral toward you, but they need to be edifying you and encouraging you actively to have that access, not in this weird little middle ground of all this unspoken stuff. That's a great point. If you if you want a life form close to you that's not saying anything, go get a dog. I don't know. <laughs> just go get something. But you, you need people that are celebrating and encouraging and championing you and edifying you. Absolutely. And look, also, here's another thing you're going to run into. As soon as you begin purposefully building uh, up your castle, don't listen to people who are, who are going to show up. And there'll be some that they're going to tell you that, uh, hey, you shouldn't wall yourself in with your um, uh, original. Well, they, they won't know to say this, but they're, you're walling yourself in with an original source purpose. But they're going to tell you <laughs> if they say that, you might want to invite them on in. They're but like, Why are you being rude? Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's what they'll say. <laughs> but if you want to enjoy your life to advance your mind, body, and soul, you're going to have to stop listening to negative influencers. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to people who are going to challenge you because you're trying to change your life or you are changing your life. They, get, they need to come along right along with you. In, in fact, uh, those closest to you, let them in on it. Let them know what you're doing. Bring them along for the journey. Oh, my goodness. You'll love the company. It's nothing more exciting than to do this with somebody that you love. In this world, become just like all of those titans of success and those well, those one percenters that, that they don't open themselves up to some bombardment of ridicule and uh, the abusive dominion of other people, construct a wall that that you can love yourself within. Build yourself up so that you'll have something to offer those that you love. And build up your castle with thick enough walls to, in order to withstand the bombardment of abuse. Because it's, it's, that's not going to go away. What you're changing is you. You can't, you can't change the world by putting demands on other people, and, and neither should you. That's a misuse of your dominion. Your authority and dominion, it's there for you to use for you. Change you, and you change the world around you. Because it's from, look, it's from here that you can advance your personal genius, the original source of your purpose for living right now and beyond. So once you discover yourself, I'm telling you, you're going to be so excited to finally meet the original voice. Are you kidding me? That center of your love, when you look down there and you finally, you finally meet it, you're going to come to know the reason for everything that you are. I like this concept, too, because as we're talking about building our own castle, existing in that, you're also talking to us about fortifying it and really reinforcing these ideals within our life and within ourselves because not we talk all the time about how, okay, now that I've gotten a hold of, for example, healing, let's just say it's healing, um, I'm healed, I'm working on it. But then the next step is maintenance. I mean, this is something that will never end. You can't see it as some plateau to reach and then just hang out there for the rest of your life and just skate along. So I love this concept of building the castle, fortifying it, because that requires a maintenance. You know, you have the... um, I don't know, the guards, the moat, you're just, I mean, you know, you can take this as far as you want, but that's so important. There's a lot to tend to. And you know something else too, and it it should not be um, uh, laborious to the point of drudgery and, and something that you dread having to do. And it seems like it's difficult and hard. When, when I was a little boy, I was about 10 years old and there was an old barn not far from my house. And that, that barn was, I, I don't know why, I don't know how it got to, got there, but it was filled with large rolls of colored fabric. <laughs> and I mean, these were huge bolts that I, I guess they were meant for some kind of a machine in a factory, but it was, there was so much of it in there. And, and uh, some of those kids, we took long rolls of that cloth and we would unwrap it and we stretched those big sheets of cloth over the anchor beams in the top of that barn, around the braces and underneath the eaves and the, the fabrics that were blue, uh, green hues, a lot of white, and uh, just covered it. And there were, there were uh, like hammocks and fabrics strewn throughout the, entire, the entirety of the inside of that barn. Well, I would go up there and I would climb up those wide strands of fabric, some 20 feet up in the air, and I would lay there watching the sun. 
as it just sort of slivered through those old slats. No one around, just me and a lot of color, color all over the place. I'm 10 years old and I was enveloped in what seemed to be my castle. (laughs) All of us have one on the inside and it's peaceful, it's colorful, and there's never been another one like yours. So you can retreat into the chambers of your castle and enjoy the splendor and the majesty of what you find there. It'll never be uh, a place that you don't want to go. This is this will never become something you don't want to do. So become a castle builder, and that's the art of it, and enjoy going there and constructing to protect the the thing that makes you so wonderfully special. And I really, again, you know, I like that you're taking us to this place of unique, creative genius that is, that's only inside of us as individuals, that we have, you have your own brand, because again, that is just stripped away so easily. We're, we're told that we're more alike than we are different. And in a sense, that's just so negatively influencing us when it comes to really getting a good grasp on who we are, what we have to offer what's going to make us happy, what's going to fulfill us, you know, just getting such a deep understanding of that. And again, just, just saying that it's okay to focus on self long enough to figure all this out. Well, when you focus on yourself long enough, you're able to, like I said, climb up into those wide strands of fabric, way up there in the the lofty places of your inner being, because you've known as long as you've known anything that you're different. You're not alone and feeling alone, if it makes you feel any better. (laughs) Every single human being that hasn't looked within to locate their creative genius, their reason for being, and embraced their unique difference, they go through their entire life feeling empty and feeling alone. We saw, uh, we saw, I I pointed out a tweet that I saw to you, uh, that I saw, and I showed it to you this morning, and it was of an elderly woman, and she was talking about being all alone and how sad she was and just needed someone to hold her in this this ugly world. She said she was tired of doing it and didn't want to go on anymore. It's just such a a sad thing Mm -hmm. to say. And she's not alone in that. So many people feel alone. Loneliness is epidemic, and it's all over the world now. There is a false belief that says, find people that are like you so that you will not be lonely, and that's not true. Some of the the most lonely people I know are probably members of, of big clubs of people, and they are, or you've got all these university friends around you, and you still feel all alone. There's no one else like you. No one else like you. Falling in unconditional love with yourself, and then look to join your differences with the differences of others. It's not the commonality of human beings that leads to happiness. But it's the ability to embrace the differences. It's the ability to embrace the diversity of others that leads to happiness and joy and peace and prosperity and health and optimistic happiness. It is the, the diversity of all of humanity that will ultimately unite us with each other's different purposes. That is such an important point that we're going to find that that correct perception, not only of ourselves, but of other people through this process. So embracing, isn't that interesting that it goes together? So embracing the the unique qualities of others is going to be just as important as embracing your own. That goes hand in hand in this because you can't be embracing all your unique qualities and then, you know, be pointing at people walking down the street. Like, what are they wearing? That's right. (laughs) And you know, it sounds so easy, but so few people do this. We're always being told to go find your tribe, find people that you are alike. And that's just not correct. Well, isn't it interesting that you, you're you supposed to be alike in the core mindset of what you're describing, you know, understanding your own unique self and championing that in you, in others. That's where you want to be the same. But then in everything else, you can be totally different, but sort of united by that. Um, well, you were just talking about kinetic believers, for example, at our workshops, everyone is vastly different, different backgrounds, age groups, uh, race, color, creed, you name it. Um, but everyone's united by that common thought system. So that they can enjoy those differences. It's interesting. Yeah, and I will tell you this, that one thing that is unique about the kinetic believers is that the commonality runs deeper than most. For example, if you 
you like to play tennis. And so you find a, a, a group of tennis players and there's 20 of you and all of you love to play tennis. And you think, oh, I found my people. We're all just alike. You're not like any, any one of those tennis players. You have something in common, which is tennis, but you're not like any of them. Everyone is diversely different. And that's why we end up, so many people end up sad and depressed. They think that they found people that they are alike and you're not. What you do is find out why you are different and embrace that. And then enjoy and love unconditionally the differences in all those other tennis players that you play tennis with, and then you'll find happiness. You know, the, the world's royalty of poetry and painting, the arts, wealth builders, inventors, explorers, adventurers, leaders, elite athletes, all of them. What makes them different is that they have fallen in love with their creative genius, the qualities that make them different. You do the same thing and love yourself that way. And oh my goodness, that will lead to your happiness and your joy and peace and prosperity and health, optimistic happiness. Because what happens is, as you begin advancing, your highest, your highest perception for your thought forms toward perfecting your life, your mind, body, and soul, the law of attraction is going to move substance into your life to begin rearranging circumstances to come into agreement with the very thought form that you're holding to see come into your life. You know, everything that you're describing is such a high, high, high way of thinking. It's it's amazing how it's going to, when you pursue this, you're going to be able to look at any person, any scenario, and just really almost like surgically go through those, those things that you're presented with so that you can know what to do. And, and I'm, I'm speaking in vague terms, but I'm just like the tennis thing that you just mentioned. That is such a high way of thinking because it's incredibly manipulative. It's incredibly confusing. And you can think, oh, look at what I have in common with this person. You know, they like Bill Murray movies too or whatever, but they're a total jerk. So <laughs> who cares what movies they like? But but we've all fallen into those traps of what we think is common when you know you need to be looking for the commonality to be spiritual and and in the words that they're saying in the life that they're living and i just that's incredibly powerful and what a place to get to what a place to be sort of vibrating and living from every single day of your life well that's a great point and here it is this is the thing that you want to look for where the commonalities are concerned find people that are going to champion you, edify you, encourage you, and celebrate you while knowing you to love you. Mm. And you're going to do the same thing for them. That's your commonality. And then beyond that, beyond that, you're going to unconditionally love why they think differently than you. You're going to unconditionally love that they enjoy different foods than you, different movies than you. You're going to unconditionally love that they have these other hobbies and interests than you do because they're doing the same thing for you. And then all of a sudden, no one's trying to conform to something that they never were meant to be. Mm. And then you are now attracted to each other's diversity. And it's when we all come together in agreement to be different. Oh, my goodness. That's the <laughs> utopia that everybody's been longing for all along. Well, isn't that utopia? You just sort of have this uh, expanse and it's just the, the field is just dotted with all of these beautiful castles. And you can visit one or visit the other. And everyone's in harmony because they're doing their own thing. And everyone's looking different, acting different. But at the core, the core is the same. That core thought form is the same of, of how we're treating each other. And really, like you always say, it goes back to unconditional love. That's right. Otherwise, there is so much sadness behind the masquerade. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, in quantum physics, we understand how what we believe determines what we're going to see in our lives. For example, structures in, in which electrons are confined to move in between two dimensions. I don't want to go too deep here all of a sudden, but... We do know, and, and, and we can understand our lives when we look at quantum physics and how the, we, we work best because we are, after all, um, formed by the same substance that created all the galaxies and all that there is in the universe, and we work by the same uh, physical laws. And so structures in which electrons, okay, th those are tiny particles of creation. They're confined to move in between two dimensions and they're always moving. Everything's moving. If you had a, a microscope, we could look at, you know, a powerful one, we could look and see that the particles in this table are moving around. But it's always moving and it's according to the bias of the 
um, Higgs boson or the God particle, which is the way they call it in the media a lot. And but it's in the exact same way that those with powerful lives of prosperity are those that have located their original source purpose and then made the decision to believe their purpose. And on the quantum level, look, your circumstances are going to always be attracted, rearranged to come into agreement with your belief. That has to happen. It just quantumly speaking, that's how it happens. And that's how we relate with our own selves. That's how we relate with the universe and all around us. I like taking everything that you're saying, compiling it into you know, my thoughts and into my mind as just this really beautiful picture of what our life should be. The thing that we're working toward, that it's a beautiful castle, a garden, whatever you want to call it, but it's just this thrilling thing of beauty and perfection. And like you're saying, it's going back to that original purpose, that original source. And I think a lot of times it's, it's, um, sort of that automatic mindset that we're going to approach something as though it's hard work, as though this is going to be tough, change is hard, I'm going to have to redo who I am, here we go again, I tried this a few years ago, it didn't stick. Um, so just getting rid of all that, we're building a beautiful castle of our life, in our mind, of ourselves, based on only who we are. I mean, this is, uh, I'm getting a little excited. Yep. Well, and, <laughs> it's and really cool. It is fun because it is exciting and it is cool and it is fun. And, you know, nobody ever built a castle unless they did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not aware of it anyway, if they did, you know, Oops. that's <laughs> some sleepwalking going yeah. on. I don't know. But yep. uh, Thoreau said that if you have, if you've built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. That is where they should be. Now put the foundations under them. Mm, I like that. Get busy constructing the foundation for your castle. Wow. In other words, fall in love with yourself and know who you are. And then create the fortification so that you are determined that it doesn't matter what anybody ever says to you again. You're going to stay the course. It doesn't matter what your finances look like. It shouldn't matter what uh, the 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 news is of the day or uh, it's happening happening politically around the world. None of that matters. Once you determine your mission within your soul, within your inner being, don't let anyone ever again distract you or turn you away from your cause. You've talked a lot in this episode about fortifying the thing that we're building, the thing that we're working on. What are some ways tangible ways that we can actually fortify this because it is almost like you've got a brand new little baby or a little egg or something that you're you're trying to incubate get get this new self off the ground or I guess the original selves but it's something that you're working on so how are we fortifying this how are we protecting it from all the all the different entities that we've talked about today the only way that you're going to fortify your castle that you're going to build up the only way to do this is to get into purposeful um, journaling and the way that you do that is once you've determined exactly who you are, what your dreams are, why you are here, who are you, what are you going to do with your life, what makes you different, what are your giftings. If money were no object, where you lived was no object, if none of that mattered, what would you do with your life? And then you journal that and you make sure that you're capturing those thoughts as they come because they'll keep going if you don't. So write those down. And you begin imagining and creating this holistic vision of what your life will look like in that perfect place. There's nothing that can hinder you from going there. What would it look like? Where would you be? What would you look like physically, mind, body, and soul? Put it all together and journal. You have to write that down. And then you take that to the highest viewpoint so that you, you have a bird's eye view of what your life looks like from that place. And as you create those thought forms, then you become grateful that this is the life that you are now living. And that's key. This, is not, this cannot be something that you see yourself doing off in the future. You have to embrace the imagination that this is your life right now. Close your eyes and get off into a corner somewhere. Get away from the noise of influencers, whatever you have to do. But journal that and then meditate to see this as yourself right now. Right now, living this life now. Present tense. And you're grateful for it. Not that it will come, but that you have this right now. What are you doing? You're fortifying who you are. 
And by doing this daily, this is not something you, sh- you can do once and then run off and wait for it to happen. That's not how the law of attraction works, everybody. You don't just do it one time and then wait for it to show up. No, this is the kinetic belief that's moving your life, your universe, your world toward the, the substance of the universe that's going to come in and agree with that. So you fortify it by using kinetic belief and then you revisit this and you do it every day, every day, so that when you've got someone that shows up that tries to tell you that this is who you really are and to come off of that lofty perch, who do you think you are? You can't afford to do that. When those challenges start to come against your idea of who you are, you're now fortified to be able to say, no, you don't. First of all, I have a moat that you can't come across anymore and you're going to keep people away from you. You're not going to grant access to anybody. I don't care if it's a blood relative. If they're not encouraging you and unconditionally loving you, you're going to have to put them on notice or get them out of your life. You're not doing them any favors by by, by enabling them to be able to harm you anyway. If you really love them because they're a blood relative, then you're going to take a strong stance where your own well-being is concerned. It would be the best thing for them as well. But this is how you begin fortifying yourself and building up your own castle. There are a few things that really stood out um, above everything else from what you just said. And I like the the idea of, of, again, maintenance on this. You know, you talked about journaling. And it gave me this idea that... it. If you don't maintain it, if you don't journal, if you're not doing that, that's as insane as eating a salad once a year and wondering why you're not healthy. Mm. Um, You know, you can't do this one time and done. This is, again, this is a flow. This is a maintenance. And I hate, I kind of even hate the word maintenance, but it's something that you're building on all the time because to maintain seems like it's stagnant, but this is something you're layering. You're building onto, you're creating more, you're getting higher, a higher, higher viewpoint throughout this entire process, which is really cool. Yeah, that's right. Another way to look at it is like somebody says, well, I want to I learn to fly a plane. I've always wanted to fly. And so you go out to the airport and you look at some planes and you watch someone take off and you go, I got it. <laughs> no, you don't. Nope. No, you're going <laughs> no to have to get. You're going to have to take some lessons and do some studying and figure it out, and then keep yourself stirred up in the 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 laws of flight and how all of that works. And this is the same thing, but this is fun, just like flying is fun. And then you're going to have to part of that fortification you're asking about is don't become double minded about yourself. If you're allowing people access, if you don't have a moat around yourself. And people are coming in there and challenging your thoughts about yourself. Well, then you become double-minded. What that means is, you know, you put in a labor of love to fully enjoy becoming who you are. But now you're starting to question things because you didn't have your moat in place. That's interesting because you were talking just a moment ago about really accepting, not just believing that you want these things, but accepting that really you've been using the word lately destiny that is your destiny which i think goes really hand in hand with the art of castle building because no one was more delusional about their destiny than kings back in the day i mean they they were they would tell you straight up oh god put me here (laughs) i am a divine being and i'm supposed to be king and but you know it's it sounds kind of funny but at the same time we should be that crazy about our own destiny believing that that this great, perfect, beautiful life is intended for us, that it is almost fate, and that it is our destiny to show up there and to be that and to experience these things. Well, that king that you're talking about is no more of a king than you or me or anyone else. Everyone in their own right is royalty. Yes. Every single person. No one's better and no one's worse. You are royalty. Look within to locate that. Build up the fortress of your castle a wall for your purpose. Look, it isn't to be discriminatory. It's not so that you can be hurtful to other people, but it is meant to be loving and so you can be benevolent and meaningful to the world around you. Life isn't meant for surviving. Life is for living. How you live it matters. The art of castle building will mean that you guard the entrance to who you are. The entrance is always the weakest part of what you must protect. To overcome this, be mindful of your gatehouse. The entrance to your castle is through your eyes. It's through your ears. It's what, who you're giving access to. It's what you're looking at. Okay, you've taken care of all the border bullies, but now you're watching stuff on television. It's all negative. You're going to see horrible movies. 
full of violence and things that are just negative source energy, or you're reading things that are just terrible, and you even have bad dreams about it, you've got to protect your gates, and you've got to be mindful of your gatehouse. Always be mindful to determine what you're allowing inside of your castle. You control the flow of influencers. But here's the thing. When you begin controlling the influencers that you're willing to grant access to, remember, most castles are overtaken from the inside. Journal your life as you see it advancing toward a perfected completion. But you're also going to have to keep within the great hallways of your heart. Keep the corridors of your castle free from bitterness, absent from unforgiveness, void of resentment, purged from pride and removed from jealousy, all that's and unavailable to offense for goodness sakes. You cannot afford to continue letting just any anybody at all gain access to your thoughts. Garrison your ideas with unconditional love and no one will ever be able to offend you again. Wow, this has been the coolest episode. It's been one of my favorite, again, because I think it's just because I'm so visual and I remember things by, you know, just, again, visualizing this castle is going to be able to really carry me for many months to come. I'm so excited about being able to do this. It's, it's the only way to do it. And it's fun, like I said. You have a unique, a wonderful place on the inside of, of all of you. But make sure that you are doing your affirmations as you go along. Those are powerful Words are things, they have substance to them, and every single person, uh, you are living a life that's been built up by the things you've been talking about, and most certainly the things that you've been believing. Just say this after me. Say, I am at peace. I am at peace. With who I am. With who I am. I wake up every day. I wake up every day. With strength in my purpose. With strength in my purpose. And clarity in my purpose. And clarity in my purpose. My ability to fortify. My ability to fortify. Who I am. Who I am. Is limitless. Is limitless. I take pleasure. I take pleasure. In my own solitude. In my own solitude. For it's right there. Because it's right there. That I attend to. That I attend to. My unique. My unique. Different. Different. Beautiful. Beautiful. Self. Self. Following my unique self. Following my unique self. And keeping my heart safe. And keeping my heart safe. I keep it secure. I keep it secure. And I keep it steady. And I keep it steady. I trust myself enough. I trust myself enough. To garrison my castle. To garrison my castle. I choose to fortify. I choose to fortify. All that is priceless. All that is priceless. That makes me me. That makes me me. I choose to offer my genius. I choose to offer my genius and my brightness and my brightness to the world. To the world. I trust my inner wisdom. I trust my inner wisdom. I trust my t- intuition. I trust my intuition. And I enjoy. And I enjoy the art. The art of castle building. Of castle building. Oh, this was so great! Wow, Steve, this was so cool. What a unique take on really the manifestation process and growing and and seeing seeing ourselves as as destined for greatness. That's really beautiful. Locate your original purpose, build up your castle, and go and live your best life. Wow, such a cool uh, take on all this and really a fresh look. I have to say, I feel like I have a super fresh perspective today. Um, As we close out, I wanted to discuss for a moment the invitationals. These are some really, really cool events that we do. And they're some of my favorites because they are so intimate and they are started by really unique kinetic believers. So just wanted to let everyone know what these are, how to access them, how to be a part of them. Well, it's a Mastering the Universe workshop, and uh, they are dynamic and they are tailored individually for groups that are large enough that um, you know wanted to have us come and do do one of our events for them. And so we usually set aside a few dates out of each year to accommodate those. So if this is something that you would like to uh, be considered to do, then just you can go to kineticbelief.com. And uh, Um, there is a place there on the website. It's going to be on the events page. So just go to the events page and there's actually a a short application that you fill out to be considered for one of the invitationals, which again, I just love. They're so much fun. Well, those are unique events too. It's always such a blast, but we actually get uh, to be able to intimately get involved with everybody that comes in attendance and I can consider where you are in life and uh, speak into your life. And we work through a lot of things together. And we have done these all over the world. So just because you think you're on the other side of the world, 
apply anyways. That's right. And <laughs> you then never also, know. Also, keep your eyes open. We've been talking about castles a lot today. We're going to be doing some more um, events at some castles in Europe, and we will post those online as soon as it's become available, yeah. and you can come and spend a weekend with us and a beautiful location beautiful and we, locations uh, explore even more deeply and intimately yeah. the art of castle building and we do just a few of those every year and those are really more than workshops they are retreats so this is a a deeply immersive experience at at these locations very cool and when those are posted that's going to be on kineticbelief.com and if you want to be notified about when we put up new events or when we add new dates or even new uh kinetic belief law of attraction products you can sign up to be notified of that on the website as well and while you're there if you haven't already done it go ahead and get the workbook on my purpose locating your purpose and i will help you through the workbook we locate exactly what your original source purpose is not what you you think your purpose is today but we take you deep and you'll go you're going to find out what that original source purpose is by going through the workbook and then of course if you don't already have it grab a copy of the 100 day law of attraction guided journal I think it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> it's <laughs> I really... have to say, going back to that purpose workbook, Steve, I would have given anything to have that when I was in my 20s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would have saved me so much trouble. I would have, oh, my goodness, just to be able to figure out who I am, what I want to do, what the next step is. It's very cool. It's a great product. So um, you can even just look inside and preview it if you're interested on the website. And don't forget to follow Stephen on Instagram. That's going to be at Stephen Canyon. Well, let's go outside and get some sunshine. Okay, sounds great. Looking it. forward to it. Need the fresh air, actually. <laughs> right. See you back tomorrow. Okay, see you then. Thanks. Bye.